When our children were younger, I used to spend time reading books with them and to them. I used to spend time playing Legos and doing all sorts of different activities with them in the home. And now they're adults, and I kind of miss those days. Not the Legos on the floor at night, but I miss those days. But I see as well how um, kind of planting the seeds of relationship then continuously through little activities has led to a lifetime friendship with my now adult kids. And that's a real gift that every parent can hope for and enjoy. I'm John Fuller. I'm joined by Dr. Danny Huerta. He uh, leads our parenting department here at the ministry. And uh, Jim Daly and I spoke with Mike Berry, and he and his wife have a passion for helping foster children and pouring into their lives and uh, bringing them into their home. And here, Mike gives some helpful tips for keeping a strong relationship with your child. You also uh, speak about uh, three big principles for winning your child's heart, and I don't want to let the time pass today without touching on that, which from my own conviction I think is the core to parenting, good parenting, is how do you maintain that relationship with your child so that no matter what storm comes along, you're going to be able to weather it together and get through it. We've seen so many good testimonies, John, people that have, uh, you know, adult children and parents that have been at these microphones talking about those valleys, but how it led them to a mountaintop spiritually and in their own relationship. So what are those three core principles to winning your child's heart? Yeah. So in the book, I talk about uh, understanding your influence, then shifting your perspective on your role and then also fighting for what matters most. And uh, this is what each of those principles looks like. But isn't that the core issue for parenting? We get foggy about what matters most. It is behavior. It's what is happening today. Right. And that in part is true, but in a larger part is going to take you down a path that may not be helpful. That's very true. I think what helps is that when you have a, a bigger picture uh, in mind, that when you realize that your parenting is not just these 18 years or so, that it's beyond that. So, you know, I look at it this way. We can, I could dominate my child in a verbal altercation, right? I could list all of my points, or I could just simply cut it off by saying, I'm the parent, it's my way, that's it, right? And I could step back and say, I have won. But what's the cost in winning that? Because now my child walks away and they think, well, dad doesn't even want to hear my, my perspective anyways. And what begins to happen is this chasm begins to forge between my child and me. How many times do we see the adult child who says, I don't have a relationship with my dad? You know, And I, I think that that's what happens when we take on this approach of, I have to make sure that my child knows I'm in control, mm-hmm. right? You are the parent. You are the authority. But to fight with this perspective of I must win and the, my child must adhere to this and agree with me. Yeah. It forges this chasm between us. And I think that um, we lose so much. And so a better approach is to, it, I said it earlier, enter into a discussion, a dialogue. Yeah. Right? Listen to your child's perspective, especially if they're teenagers. Um, be willing to hear their side of, of what they believe. Um, and not just look at it like I've got... Now, you may have to say, this is the boundary, and that's not a boundary we can cross. Um, But I think that's really where it starts, listening. Um, You also need to take a different perspective on your role. I think that we as parents, going back to that dreamer, that BFF approach, I think that we get into the trap of thinking that's going to be the whole journey. And all of a sudden, you wake up one day, and it's like 
you're not the number one person on your child's list anymore. You're not the person that your teenage daughter is like, oh, daddy, I'm so glad you're home from work. Yeah, you right. know, mostly it's like thumbs on a screen, staring at a screen, and they don't even acknowledge your your existence, mm-hmm. right? And I think we we feel hopeless or we feel like we've lost touch, but you have to realize that your role as a parent just shifts during this season, right? You may not be, you are the primary voice of influence, but you're not the only voice of influence. You've got to hold space for your child to have friendships and listen to the culture around them. And, and in some regards, right? And you also yeah. need to open it up for other people, other adults, to be an influence in your child's life. All right, Danny, so um, going back to what Mike said about the importance of listening, um, that can be really hard when, uh, to coin a phrase that you use, my child's brain has jumped out of their head, <laughs> and they're just all emotional about things. I mean, it's the worst thing ever. It's life is going to end. I wish, you know, just whatever. So how do we approach that moment when our child is just emotionally exploding and not logical? Just spilling out everywhere. Yeah. Right, John? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's just so important to realize that when we're listening to our child, we're synchronizing our brain to where they're at. So picture that. You're synchronizing and trying to really step into the world they're in. Their emotions are spilling out. They're, they have the adult capacity to have emotions, but they don't have the adult capacity to make sense of mm. and to manage those emotions. And so uh, they're behind uh, in being able to, to handle that. So as a parent, what you want to do is, is be patient with their story, with where they're at, try to uh, really get a, a feel and a flavor for what's going on, be patient with it. I remember my daughter recently, she was talking about something that was, uh, she was playing out in her head in a very catastrophic way, mm-hmm. socially yeah. and emotionally. I said, well, how'd you come up with that? Just help me understand. Help me see it from your perspective. I, you, you played this out. Where'd you get all that information? Because it's, it seems really negative. Is there any positive side to that story? If I'm choosing my own adventure, I want both of them. You know what I mean? I want both options. And it seems that you're kind of hijacking the whole thing in your mm-hmm. brain by just giving it the negative spin, what if there was a positive potential? Is there one? And let's, can we play that out together? I'd love to hear that. And uh, good questions to ask is, help me understand more about, or uh, tell me more about this one thing. And you pull that out and help them go to a non-emotional side of their brain, or maybe what do you think about? Mm-hmm. And with some kids that get stuck a lot, what you can do is bring especially if they love facts and there's some kids that get locked in and they love facts about certain things, just bring those in randomly in, into the conversation. Just, hey, did you know that sharks lose this many teeth, right? And they're like, what? And what you're doing is you're shifting them away from the emotional moment into their brain to tell you, no, that's not even right. And, and for some kids that works, not all of them, and, and, and that it's fun to see that because you've shifted their brain. It's yeah. almost like a manual You're stick interrupting shift. that emotional uh, ride they're on and saying, wait, whoa, 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 there's a different path over here. Right. I like that. That's right. good. Yeah, you're, you're sending them on a new road if they want to explore it with you. Mm-hmm. And they may say, no, actually, it, this is what's true because they know a lot about that. And so you're helping them kind of gain cohesiveness, gain some type of control in the moment yeah. because they know about that. And so now they're grounded in the moment. You can have a better conversation. Well, that's some really good insight. And uh, along the way here with Mike Berry, we've heard some uh, good advice as well. His book is pretty amazing. It's Winning the Heart of Your Child. 
And uh, we're making that available today for a gift of any amount to the ministry. If you can, please donate on a monthly basis. That really keeps us going and allows us to continue with uh, the ministry we have to parents around the world. Uh, If you're not in a place to do that, uh, maybe a one-time gift, Uh, modest to large. It doesn't matter about the size. Uh, Really, just wherever God leads you. But donate today as you can, and we'll send you that book, Winning the Heart of Your Child. And uh, Danny's team has put together a great series of articles called The Seven Traits of Effective Parenting. Now, that series is free, and it addresses things like adaptability and respect and love and so much more. We're going to post a link to that series of uh, articles in the episode notes. Well, Rhonda Stoppi joins us next time for a discussion about the power of a mom's influence. For now, on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.